At Laylee, located here in Pella, would you believe that our elves are busy building robots that milk and feed cows? We enjoy giving the gift of robotic equipment to hardworking dairy producers year-round. Our robots allow more time for dairy producers to spend together. It's really the gift that keeps on giving. And by the way, isn't that what the holidays are all about? Laylee's holiday challenge for you, slow down, appreciate life's gifts, and focus on the real reason for the season. Happy holidays from our family at Laylee, farming innovators. At Laylee, we continue to provide the latest innovations for the dairy industry. Our robotic milking systems put more milk in the tank with less effort. Our robotic feeding systems provide optimal feed efficiency for a healthy and productive herd. And we have a line of innovative barn products that create an animal-friendly environment focused on the cow's well-being and comfort. Laylee, a worldwide pioneer in dairy farm automation, with our North American headquarters right here in Pella, is proud to be part of the community. Today's front page of today's Laylee Radio Sports page is presented by Mahaska Bottling, your local Pepsi and Mountain Dew distributor. Andrew Schneider on KNIA K-Rolest Radio here with Jackson Van Clay following a fourth-place finish in Class 3A at 190 pounds. First of all, Jackson, what does it mean to be finishing your career on the final day of the tournament and as a top-four medalist? Yeah, it's just a lot of fun getting the chance to compete and just fun to be able to wrestle on the final day and keep winning matches. Well, and I know it was a, a bit of a heartbreaking finish because it was a really close one with the kid from Bettendorf. one nothing. Obviously, all it takes is one move. Sometimes you couldn't quite get there. Uh, but what was it like to wrestle that high-level match and to just be a part of that competition? Yeah, it's just really fun being able to compete at a high level. I mean, there's so many small instances where it could go either way and either instance could change a point, change the match. But it's just fun being able to compete at that high level. This is the second year you've gotten to be a part of the Grand March, and you got to walk on the mat and see it. I know you'd rather be competing here tonight, but what's that feeling like when you see a full Wells Fargo Arena and the sport of wrestling alive and well? Yeah, it's just a really cool feeling, and it's really hard to describe. I mean, I hope everyone gets the chance to experience it, but it's just awesome to be able to experience that. Well, and this year we talked about it. You brought a team to, to Des Moines, seven competitors, a lot of guys who won their matches too and, and got pretty deep in the bracket. What does it say to the, to the growth of this team and your fellow seniors in particular, uh, the, the work that they've done to get to this point? Yeah, we've came a long way the last couple of years, and you can just see that, see the result of the hard work being that many guys qualifying compared to where we were a couple of years ago. I mean, the hard work's paying off, and you can see that. Well, and the other cool part about this, too, is just, you know, you hope now this is the, the floor for the program as you leave, right? You're hoping for more guys, more top finishes. How do you hope that you and your fellow seniors have left a legacy and keep this Pella program going like this with multiple qualifiers a year? Yeah, I think we got a lot of good young guys in the program, too, that hopefully we just set an example for that. They can keep working hard and get to where we are now. Wrestling's in your family. It's in your blood. What does this day and this week mean to you? I just love state wrestling. It's just so fun to be able to compete under the bright lights at Wells Fargo Arena. I know the next time we talk is when you're going to eventually have your signing day. Uh, congratulations and looking forward to seeing that day. And obviously, of course, congratulations on an excellent career. Thank you. Appreciate it. Andrew Schneider on KNIA Radio here with Matt Crossan, who was a third-place finisher for Indianola at 113 pounds. First of all, congratulations on a great tournament. What does it mean you just got off the podium? What does it mean to be up there on that podium this year? Um, it's nice, but it also hurts because I wanted to win it, but it didn't happen, but it is what it is. I mean, I'll come back again and I'll win it next Well, and you have a great opportunity, like you said, as a freshman. And the guy next to you, you saw all the time in the Little Hawkeye Conference. How much inspiration does that give you, knowing you weren't that far away and there's a guy in your conference who just won it? Uh, 
it's a lot of confidence knowing that I could beat him and I'm right there and knowing that I'll be better next year and ready to win it. Well, what kind of work then goes in the offseason? I'm sure there's a lot of club and a lot of traveling you're going to be doing. And how excited are you to get working so you can be right back here a year from now? Uh, I'm trying to lift and get big, uh, wrestle at heavier weight now, and just wrestle harder and with more offense and wrestle open and not so tight like I did a little bit here. And how do you think this week gets you ready for the next three years? Knowing Now you've been here, you've been on the podium, you've been under the big lights. How does that get you ready mentally knowing that you've been on the biggest stage? Um, Really? Uh, it's just the experience here, it's, it's a lot because it's not like youth where it's like all just everywhere. It's like everything's on point and like it's it's a lot. That's, yeah. Well, huge congratulations. Matt Crossan from Indianola, third place. Looking forward to seeing you here next year. Yep. Andrew Schneider on KNIA Radio, our continuing coverage from the state wrestling tournament. Here with Jackson Boyd, who places fifth in the heavyweight for Indianola. First of all, congratulations. What does it mean to end your career, end your day here with a win at Wells Fargo Arena? It also means a lot. Last year I didn't come here at all, but this year coming here, ending it all with the fifth place. I mean, I'm one and a third. I'll take fifth. I'm happy with it. My goal the whole four years is to place at least once, and I did that. Well, and your final match was, was quite the, the thriller, right? A kid from Cedar Falls who was quick. You're kind of that bigger, stronger type. What was it like fighting that battle of wills, and what did it mean to ultimately come out on top? You know, that, that one I knew I had to I had to wrestle smarter. I couldn't just bull rush him like I have been. He was quick. Uh, I'll be honest, he was stronger than I thought. Uh, but I knew with how he shot, he shot low, so I'd be able to get my flexibility in there hopefully and that's exactly what I did well and obviously for this entire team a top four finish at duels you got so many guys up here at Wells I know all of you had slightly higher expectations but what does it mean to be a part of this team this program and to really have a historic season like this I wouldn't trade it for anything the group of guys that we have worked with and everyone's been through the same battle so us all just going together and I mean of course we all want to place higher but you know we did everyone I feel like wrestled their best and did what they could. Jackson Boyd of Indianola, congratulations on a fifth place finish. Thank you. Andrew Schneider on KNIA Radio here with Carter Metcalf, wrestler for Pleasantville, who places fourth here today in Class 1A. First of all, congratulations on a great tournament. What does it mean to have a top four finish? Uh, feels pretty good. You know, I, I fell short making it up here last year. So it feels good to be able to make it up here and, and, and uh, accomplish one of my goals and then you know, take some hardware home. Well, and obviously you were so close. You had a really tough match there at the end and a chance at third. But what does it still mean to be in that last match of the tournament uh, before the finals and to have that opportunity to, to battle for that top three spot? Yeah, it feels good. Um, you know, just dis disappointed. Couldn't get the job done. Uh, lots, lots of hours going to it. But being able to wrestle up here and be in the final round feels pretty good. Well, and you had three other teammates here today that also get top eight. All four of you get to be a part of the Grand March today. What does that say about how far Pleasantville Wrestling's come this season uh, and the special opportunity that you guys had this weekend to come away with four trophies? Yeah, this year we really stepped it up as a team. Uh, we, got, we got an unbreakable bond, and that just goes so far. Um, when it comes to wrestling, you know, we feed off of one another, and all of us, our goal was to, to medal 
and that's what we did. So, and for you, what? That. And for you, what does it mean just to be walking off this mat here at Wells Fargo Arena, have that opportunity to wear that Trojans uniform one more time? Yeah, it feels good. Lots of, lots of memories in these singlets. Uh, kind of sucks you never get to get to have them again. Never get to wrestle another match as a, as a Trojan, but you know, just leaving my mark feels pretty good. Carter Metcalf, congratulations. A great weekend for Pleasantville. Four top eight finishers, you get a fourth place finish. Congratulations. Thank you. Andrew Schneider with KNIE Radio, Tyler Harper, a state champion. Obviously a great feeling for you a year ago, the opposite. What yeah. was it like to finally do it here today? It's awesome. Starting first two years, not qualifying to second. I mean, that was cool, but this is way above it. This is so awesome. What went so well today on the mat? You had that pinfall in the first. It seemed like that got you so much momentum. And then from there, you were able to build up your score quite a bit. I felt his head drop, caught that cradle. And his gas tank, I knew his gas tank wasn't good. So I, I capitalized on it. I pushed the pace, got my lead heavy so I could kind of ride out that last couple seconds. Maddox last year, you this year. Norwalk Wrestling's obviously got great tradition. What's it like to carry on that legacy and join that, that great elite group? It's awesome. I I don't know. It's just two in a row. That's awesome. Tyler Harper, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Now the center page on today's Laley Radio Sports page on KNIA and KRLS. I'm Derek Cardwell, and let's revisit some highlights from our games this past week on KNIA KRLS. We began on Eagle Lane as the Pella Christian boys started Class 2A district play against Albia on Monday with Andrew Schneider on 92.1 KRLS. Another shot misses. Eatings tips the ball ahead, and what a dish and a dime in our drive to the basket presented by Gilchrist Hewitt Hardware and Design Center as Eatings with a nifty pass for Tyson DeVries. And now Geatings wide open for three. Yes. The extra pass and the give and go between him and Branderhorst. DeVries crosses over, finds Geatings. Corner three, Van Arendong. Yes. Nice. Kayla Van Arendong has back-to-back buckets at the horn. But the answer, and another and one for Dane Geatings. He's over 20 points in the game. Impressive on the make. Dane just taking off. Oh, there's another missed opportunity. DeVries gets a second steal. And there's your finisher. Another haymaker thrown by Dane Geatings, who's got 24 points. And for the final contest on Eagle Lane, perhaps the first step in a journey toward ultimate glory in Class 2A. Your final score, Pella Christian 75, Albia 64. Final score, Pella Christian 75, Albia 64. Next up is in Grimes as the Knoxville girls travel to top-ranked and defending 4A champion Dallas Center Grimes, what was supposed to be an assumed demolition of the Panthers. Apparently, they did not get that email. Heard live on 95.3 KNIA. Hannah Duncan, she'll drive to the basket. Good take by Hannah, and HD scores her fifth point. Abby with the ball now. She'll take the three from the right side, gets it. Abby Kite just rattles that in. Not a splash down, but she gets her first points, and Knoxville returns to the lead 10 9. Kaitchis in between the rings, goes towards the right side, goes towards the baseline, lays it up, scores! She just went there, determined you're not going to stop me, and puts Knoxville on top. 528 remaining in the first half. Kaitchis falls down, and boy, luckily she kept the dribble. Now Baycorn has it. Two Kaitchis down the baseline, goes out to Hannah Duncan, three on the way, splash down at HD3! Just like they drew it up, Abby tips it in from the baseline and gets it over to Hannah. 
Here is Kaichis. She'll get it down to Brittany Baycorn. Down the lane. Goes to Anderson. Back to Brittany. Puts up the shot. Count that and put her on the line. Give that assist to Anna Anderson. Kaichis now has it. She'll cross the timeline. 157 remaining first half. Abby now towards the right side. Man-to-man defense by DCG. Lob into Baycorn. Baycorn, a wrap around to Anna Butel. Three, splash down, Anna Butel. Give that assist to Brittany Baycorn and Anna's first points. Anna working on the left side. Cross courts to Abby Kaichis. Catch and shoot three. Good! Splash down, Abby Kaichis. Her eighth. And the Panthers have their biggest lead at five. 40 to 35. And Dallas Center Grimes gets it, and Matt Richard says, don't foul. Bickford will cross the timeline, and that will do it. Knoxville gave not Dallas Center Grimes everything they could handle tonight. But the number one rated team in Class 4A wins it by a score of 56 to 44. Final score, DCG 56, Knoxville 44. The Pella girls hosted Ballard on Saturday in the 4A regional semifinal with Trevor Castle live on 92.1 KRLS. Here's a drive by Sheckel. Gets it to go and one. Katie Sheckel got bumped by Baumgartner on the way by. Just flipped it up to the rim trying to draw the contact and gets it to go. Pella reclaims a 14-13 lead. Seven seconds to go in the half. Right side Reynolds drives around Levy. Little Euro step off glass and in. Sophia Reynolds beats the first half buzzer and gives Pella a 29-23 lead at halftime. Pella ball looking to make this a double-digit lead. Kennedy Van Bark in the right corner in front of the Pella bench. Now it's Warner, left side Gordon, drives through two defenders, bounce pass to Sheckel, and the layup is good. Sheckel has 14, and Pella has a 33-23 lead just over a minute into the third quarter. Scoop layup, Levy no good. Rebound, Kennedy Van Bark for Pella. Here she comes the other way. Kick out, Harmon for three. Boom! Maddie Harmon for three. 42-33 touch. Hands it off, here's a drive. Gordon blocked, or maybe partially blocked. Rebound by Warner, and there's her first basket of the game to give Pella a 57-55 lead. Here's the ball game, Van Bark. Boom! On the free throw, and Pella's got a insurmountable four-point lead. Levy's half-court shot is no good, and Pella survives Ballard in the regional semifinals. Dutch 62, Bombers 58. Final score, Pella 62, Ballard 58. Our final stop with another edition of the Warcat Series, this time in a Class 4A regional semifinal between Norwalk and Carlisle. With Mike Eppner on KNIA-KBLS.com, KNIA 3. Oh, Pearl Pearl Brown, open three off the inbound. There we go. Pearl Brown, three-pointer, we're tied at six. Three-pointer on the way, it's off the heel. Good job, Ava. Ava Carlson put back and one. She'll go back to the line and try to make this a one-point game. Travis, deep, deep range. There we go. Oh, wow. That was Birmingham type range. 
Yep, there you go. Another long three for Peyton Travis. She's two for two. There we go. From virtually the same spot. That was the ball movement we were talking about, right? Now let's see if we can't get a stop here. Carlisle will be content to take a 25-20 lead into halftime. Oh, Carlson takes another Another charge. Another charge by Ava Carlson. So the Warriors, by my count, have taken three or four offensive fouls now on charges, and they'll get the ball back with a chance to tie or go ahead. I like this, too. Get second touch. It's all right for Bailey to get two touches in a possession. He's going to hit that one. Oh, long three-pointer. Nothing but nest for Bailey. Oh, Clark for three. There you oh, go. Braylon Clark with the answer. We're tied up at 37. Look at a screen on both sides. Right Takes the three. There we go. And it's good. Bailey Birmingham three-pointer. Warriors up 47-45. Just a subtle little adjustment that uh, Carlisle is giving her that shot, and they, they should know better. She's got range out to, you know, 28, 29 feet. And why wouldn't these teams go to overtime? They played two overtimes at Carlisle in the regular season. We're going why to overtime another again. one, right? Why not another one? Birmingham in the lane. There we go, Peyton Travis. Travis. Long three for Peyton Travis. There we go. Five three-pointers on the night for Peyton Travis. The Warriors are up 50 to 47. A little left-handed pull-up in the lane. It's no good. Carlson's got the Peyton, offensive clock, rebound. Clock, clock, hit it. Yep, got to hit it, Travis. Travis. Again. Oh! Peyton Travis Peyton with another Travis. three. And the Warriors are up by four with one and a half to go. Good recognition that the shot clock was Absolutely. running out. Absolutely. And it's going to be the Warrior ball. Tomito loses it. She loses it off her knee. Final score in overtime. Norwalk 57, Carlisle 54. Highlights from this past week's games on KNIA KRLS. Now time for today's back page on today's Laley Radio Sports page on KNIA and KRLS. Welcome back to today's Laley Radio Sports page. I'm Tyler Crabb. The Central College basketball team split a senior day doubleheader heard live on 92.1 KRLS on Saturday as the men won 77-62, but the women fell 82-71. The loss for the Central women meant that they fell one game shy of qualifying for the American Rivers Conference Tournament, and we caught up with head coach of the Central women, Justin Whelan, to discuss the state of the program heading into the offseason. Joined now by head coach of the Central College women's basketball team, Justin Whelan, following a, a tough end of the season. Coach Whelan, uh, I know this one's going to sting for a little while, but um, just going to talk about, start off with our with our two seniors that were honored here today, Allison Van Gorp, Cassidy Steele. What, did, what have they meant to you here in your number one coaching the Central College women's basketball squad? Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't thank either one of them um, enough. Um, you know, obviously, they've been through a, a, a tough time, um, you know, having three different coaches in, in three years. And um, for them to give their heart and soul to this team um, and to me, um, you know, both of them were part of the, the hiring process. I got to meet um, both of them really early on and, um, and just talk with them and develop that relationship. And, and they've, they've been 100% bought in um, since day one. So, um, you know, everything that we're trying to do here at Central um, and everything that we're trying to be about is, is both of them have embodied that um, to the fullest degree. And, um, you know, hopefully when we, when we get this thing um, towards the top where we stay at the top, um, you know, their fingerprints are going to be all over this program um, forever. And, um, you know, they, they left this, this program better than, than when they got here. I would 100% agree, and you know I know that we talk about the the, the end stinging, but you know you you just look at the promise that this squad has, and the fact that you only lose two seniors um, from this team, 
how encouraging is that for you just seeing the growth throughout the year and seeing you know that this team was in a spot to be there and, and the future is just so bright with a young team yeah um i mean we're we're really excited you know we hit a lot of our goals this year would have last uh would have liked to hit that last one of, of making the conference tournament um but at the end of the day uh you, you we we got to continue to grow and continue to get better yeah we got we got a lot of people coming back so there's there's going to be some high expectations um but at the same time, I mean, there's there's still a lot of room for, for growth. I think for us, it's not going to be a, a ton of um, – it's not a ton of growth on the basketball court. I mean, there, that you can always get better individually. But for us, it's going to be a lot of the uh, the mental toughness things, um, you know, the, the different intangibles, um, learning how to win games, how to tighten up the screws late in games. Um, because you, you look at every, almost every single one of our games, we're right there um, till, till you know, whether it's two minutes, three minutes, four minutes. Um, we, we just got to – learn how to win games but yeah future is definitely bright for this program uh, we got to continue to to act um as if we're we're champions right now and um and and really you know take our time uh rest our bodies and then and then get to work because it's nobody's just gonna hand it to us so uh we're, we're gonna have to put in more work than um than we ever have before absolutely coach we're talking to coach justin Wheelan of the central college women's basketball team uh talking a little bit about the game uh you know, Abby Johnson was her usual self through much of the game, finishes with 22 points, four of six from three-point range. Um, you know, gave a solid contribution, but we got to talk about uh, Jasmine Williams. Came in, had to step up, play a little bit more uh, of a bigger role today uh, with the unfortunate injury to Emily Naughton. And just looking at what she gave the team and just kind of finding um, – you know, some success in that new role. How big was that for the team today to have her step up the way that she did? Yeah, that was, I mean, that was big time. You, you know, lose Emily after six minutes of the game. Um, it's, it's tough, but for, for Jazzy and for Hannah to, to step up um, was big time. You know, Jazzy was, was taking good shots. She got hot, um, you know, especially from, from three. Um, and then was, you know, attacking the paint and getting some layups. Um it's just it's that's big time you know that's what we talk about um it can be anybody's day and um you just gotta you gotta take every opportunity and every moment and she was she had her you know confidence was sky high today and um you know that's what we we need jazzy to do um not every single night but um you know we need her to be aggressive um on the offensive end especially putting pressure on the paint um and then being a facilitator but tonight she had her shot going and so um, yeah, for her to, to end up with 19 points is is awesome. We'll we'll take it wherever we can get it. Um, hopefully, we can that can be a, a bright spot and, and you know give her a lot of confidence going into uh, next season. And coach, we got to ask too uh, one final question here. Just kind of on some of the things we touched on. You know, you you lost Emily like you said after six minutes. You battled foul trouble for most of the game there. How big of a factor do you feel like that played in the fourth quarter with just having to go through all of that adversity throughout the day and just really kind of finding your, finding yourself there in the fourth quarter and just, uh, you know, allowing Luther to make that run in the fourth? Yeah, I mean, I thought we I thought we controlled the game most of the way through. Um, you know, you lead for 31 minutes. Um, it's it's comes down to it comes down to that fourth quarter those last four you know two three four five minutes like i said and um you know we 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 gotta find a, a better way to, to just dig in we gotta find a better way to to lock in mentally um 
continue to do what's been working on the offensive end. Um, you know, that's not the time for hero ball. It's a, it's, if anything, it's time to slow it down and, and play even more together, find the hot hands, make sure we're, we're always doing the right things, all the little things, getting the two, using shot fakes. Um, and so, you know, that's that's part of our process right now of, of learning how to win the, the good games against the, the top teams. And, um, you know, it's, it's just it's, it's really tough. You know, you, you, you want to get that one for the seniors. But um, like I said, we, we just got to we got to continue to work to, to find a way and to grind out some of those wins. Um, it's a process. It's, it'll be a process. And um, I think we'll be better for it next year. I think so, too, Coach Whelan. Optimism is high around Central Women's Basketball and for good reason. Appreciate the time. Unfortunate uh, that our conversations here are winding down during the basketball season. But uh, I appreciate again to know you this year. Look forward to future conversations and making a run next year to the American Rivers Conference Tournament, hopefully higher than the sixth seed. Yes, sir. Once again, that was head coach of the Central College Women's Basketball Team, Justin Whelan, on today's Laley Radio Sports page. That was today's back page on today's Laley Radio Sports page on KNIA and KRLS. You can find segments from the show and podcasts online at KNIAKRLS.com.